0: Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Andrew Fouts.
1: Welcome back. We are doing some OV radio stuff here, whether this is the Misfits page, whether it's the CSRM page, whether it's Overwhelming Victory, whatever, wherever you're listening. Welcome back. We are now here with CSRM board member Brad Winter. He is also the sports and rec guy at Owensboro First Baptist there in Owensboro, um, where he is at the wreck um which we were hoping to be able to tag but facebook is being stupid again and won't let us so welcome brad we are yeah. still at reach gathering 2021 we are almost
2: done with reach gathering 2021 we've only got a few more events right yeah so i mean we had the uh the what is it the night on the mountain or whatever it's called barbecue on the mountain dinner That's on the right mountain. yeah uh, we're getting either ready way, for that yeah so it's not the greatest barbecue it's more carolina barbecue but Nonetheless, it's fun. It's good. It's like one last, like, who robs. It's better than Ohio barbecue. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's so. all it's
1: all perspective. Yeah. We need David Waddell to officially give us the <laughs> word as far as how CSRM stands on barbecue. Even after we hand off executive director role, Yeah, to Dan. I'm pretty sure yeah. he still is going to be the one to determine food. Yes. Uh, you know, so. Well, I, I can
2: take over for that if I need to. Uh, yeah, that's I, true. I, have, I mean, my body kind of, you know, speaks for itself. So. Yeah, well,
1: you know. We'll, we'll we'll leave that one alone. So we are going to talk for a little bit here about the uh, One of the interesting things that is kind of just randomly developed. I mean mm-hmm. you could almost say um, For you there at the rec. You are actually now the home court of a professional basketball team oh, Practice
2: facility but oh, yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: practice facility for a professional basketball team. How did all of that actually come about?
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, I had, there was a guy when I first came in October 2020, so I've almost been there a year. uh, There was a guy who uh, used our facility to train, um, you know, and uh, got to meet him. He said, hey, you know, our gym was shut down for COVID. He said, hey, can, you know, can we do some training? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'm, you know, all for it. And uh, just doing some of the training, he eventually approached me and said, hey, I'm I'm actually, I actually play for this uh, professional team called the Owensboro Reds. And, uh, you know, would you be willing to host our combine? Like, we're just looking for a place to do our combine. We've actually never done a combine in the city, despite being Owensboro Thoroughbreds. And so I said, yeah, you know, it's fine, let's let's do it, man. And so uh, we hosted the combine. We had about uh, 35, uh, you know, tryout attendees and uh, it, was, it was really neat, really cool. Uh, we provided lunch for them. I met with the owner uh, and just said, hey, man, like, how, how can I serve you? And he was like, I've never been asked that question before. <laughs> and I said, well, I said, uh, he said, well, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, I'll, I'll be a chaplain. I'll be, I can help you with sponsorships. I, we can be your practice facility. We, we do, we, I will be your statistician. I've done stats in college for our athletic program program at Tennessee Martin. I'll do whatever you need me to do. And he said, what about all four? And I said, oh, I. I I know I said all that, but let me, let me think about it a little bit, and so uh, we talked a little bit. Let me rethink
1: what I just said. Yeah, yeah. so uh,
2: I thought it through. I couldn't, do the, I couldn't do the sponsorship thing. I said, look, I'm, I'm actually pretty brand new to the city. I don't really know everybody, anybody yet. Um, I said, bro, uh, I think we can definitely be your practice facility, and uh, I sent him the rates at first. I was going to be out of town the first two weeks, and uh, he emailed me back and said, hey, man, we actually can't afford... Uh, what you'd be charging us if we we're gonna do it weekly, and I thought, man, I, I don't want to lose this ministry opportunity. So right. I said, hey, how about, how about, don't even worry about paying us, you know, to use the facility, you know, as long as you allow me to interact with the team and whatnot. And he said, yeah, it's totally fine. So, uh, so they started practicing at our facility uh, in February, March, yeah, March, actually March. Uh, I right around Easter. But right you,
1: you had just gotten there, like just, just got. When did yeah, you so actually I, start? So
2: I started October 1, 2020, So I'll be, I'll be a year in about two weeks, and uh, so yeah, I didn't really know anybody, but I thought, hey, you know, I don't want to lose out on a ministry opportunity, and uh, so what I did was they, uh, their first couple practices, I would go in, I'd ask for their uniforms on a cart, and I would wash their uniforms. I got them Gatorades, uh, snacks. I ran the scoreboard on uh, practices, and uh, and then I, I had their coach. He was like, "Hey, man, because you're doing everything for us, like I'm going to give you a polo." I'm like, "Hey, you don't have to. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm seriously like, like I know this sounds crazy to some people, but I'm like, I'm not expecting anything. Like, I, I literally just want to serve you guys, um, you know. And, I mean, and so, uh, you know, came to where I was doing stats. Um, it was really cool because my uh, spotter was our youth pastor. Um, and I was the official statistician uh, during game day, and uh, I was told by visiting teams as well as our, our owner and, and coach that we were probably the best, if not the second best table in the entire league. Um, and so uh, we took care of them, he, and even one time the coach, I was talking to a visiting coach and said, hey, we're going to give you stats, we'll give you uh, lineup analysis, I mean, we'll give you to every media timeout, what else do you need? And our coach turned around in the middle of the conversation said, "Man, would, nobody else treats us like this when we go <laughs> on the road." Um, but hey, I got I got taught. I, I, you know, my boss at athletics at UT Martin was at a, an Italian New Yorker, um, and if you plugged it into the wrong outlet, you got chewed out. So I just you know, I've been trained to you know since my college years to just do your absolute best uh, on game day, and they appreciated that. And uh, by the end of the year, they'll let me pray for them before the game uh, in the locker room. They were uh, they would ask. There was a couple of deaths uh, from of friends. Uh, family members uh, in the on the team and they would let me coach would I say hey before practice Can you just pray for us real quick? Um, and then we got to do a skills So they want to do a skills clinic every Monday for free for the kids So they want to get their yes. name out be in the community and I said well uh, and actually I was here uh, doing a, the planning uh, Conference whatever back in May. I said, Well I'm in North Carolina right now But let me think about it. If you're willing to let me do a devotion. I'll let you do the skills clinic and I said hey, we're at you're at a church, you know, why not? and so uh so it's just god just continued to open the door over and over again so on monday nights they come learn skills from you know professional play- basketball players and before they get into the skills clinic i would do a devotion then i actually had other staff members come on and do devotions uh, weekly and then i also had a couple in the church that actually became uh, close with the team their son was a big fan of them uh, he's, he's about 10 years old and they actually started opening up their home uh nice. they just opened they just built a pool in their backyard and um, they they open up their home and invite them over we had canes and uh, if you I don't know if they had those yes, yeah, okay, there they have uh,
1: they, they are very slowly invading.
2: Okay. Hey they I think it's yeah. good chicken, but we had we had canes uh, and one night we did pizza and uh, They just hung out, you know at the pool got to know the family and uh, it was really neat because uh, and I'm I'm gonna digress here just for a second, but just to brag on this couple, um, they so they had they were, they were they were opening their pool up and it was like 75. It was really hot the week before, and it was like 75 degrees the day we we're supposed to have them <laughs> over. And he was like, Hey man, like it's getting cold. I mean, it's it's not it's not really good pool cold, weather. Cold
1: is relative. Yeah, cold is relative. Yes. And so he
2: was worried about that. And then he texted me, and I was really proud of him for this. Uh, he texted me and said, Hey man, it's not about the pool temperature. I just realized it's not about the pool temperature. It's about shepherding and discipling. And that, that was really cool that, that I'm the sports minister, but a person that was on my committee, my team, uh, stepped up and realized it's not about the, the pool temperature. It's not about the food. It's not about their house. It's about having these people over and opening up their homes and their lives to these players. Now, that,
1: that's a that's the place, actually, I was wanting to kind of go with here because, you know, you're talking about middle of COVID mm-hmm. when a lot of churches are wondering how we're even going to be able to keep the lights on financially. Yeah. Mm-hmm and you have a professional professional athletic team coming to you saying hey we want to use your gym Mm -hmm. and you're saying hey you can use it for free
2: yeah how does
1: how how does that go in the next business meeting you know is this something where you know church culture wise you guys are all seeing like look at this mission field and this is all about discipleship mm -hmm. or is this something where you got to cast a little bit of vision of hey this is much bigger than just hey we we've got somebody running out our gym this is a massive ministry opportunity for us
2: yeah so i want to confess a little bit and say that i didn't actually bring it to the church and if that it was okay they used it for free <laughs> ask, for, um, ask for forgiveness I, I, not permission yeah, right? yeah. and so if, if anybody's watched this bob i'm sorry if you watch this um but uh but in all honesty um i i'm a very some and this is a weakness sometimes but i'm very ministry focused and i try to i throw out sometimes the business stuff and so um, I just saw it as an administrative opportunity and I didn't care. Um, and, and I, to be honest, our church, um, and they just been faithfully, like, luckily they've been faithfully giving, um, and so we've actually been somewhat over on budget a little bit, surprisingly. And so, yeah, so I, honestly, from a financial, uh, a, a financial viewpoint, I wasn't too concerned about it. But the cool thing is, so we, we started on Wednesday night Meal was back up towards the, towards the end of May. So that was actually right when they were kind of in the middle of their season. And uh, I was actually here um, doing the, the conference. and I had another, well, I'm telling you, my team's awesome. So I had another team member, um, I, the coach texted me and said, hey, man, your church uh, gave us gave us some barbecue tonight and or pizza or something like that. And it was awesome. And, you know, we we really appreciate it. And I was just like, man, I wonder who did that. So I texted my boss. And I was like, hey, man, like, thanks for he's like, oh, it wasn't me. It was Jeremy Shiflet." And I was like, so I texted Jeremy. I was like, hey, man, like, thanks for stepping up and doing that because they, they need that. And so – uh, the last three, four weeks of the the Wednesday night meals, we actually had them come over and get get food, and it was good because it allowed the church to see them, not not just say, oh hey right. Brad, we know they're practicing with uh, with you, we we hear that these things are going on. They actually saw faces with names, um, and a, and a few came to church with me, um, which is cool. But <laughs> one guy was like, man, I'm the only chocolate brother in your church. You know, <laughs> I ain't coming back. And I said, ah, oh. so. Uh, anyway that, we, that, we, that's, can,
1: we can talk multi-ethnic ministry yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's, that's time.
2: but uh but yeah so it was just cool that um, as simple as serving serving meals before Wednesday night activities and connecting with the team allowed uh, again allowed church members to get faces with names and that's big I mean you know that anybody right. in ministry knows like if you can connect name with faces that that makes the world a difference
1: and this is really where you know small advertisement for our own our own ministry that it's our podcast but whatever you know this is this is the stuff that we talk about within our consultation stuff as far as the ministry integration of mm-hmm. uh, you know this is how we break down those disconnects of if we've got people that are coming in regularly to our church that have that church members would not be able to recognize on the street mm-hmm. that's not a good combination we've got to come up with another option and that's you know At least it sounds like that already was kind of the nature of what the church was all about was Mm -hmm. We're gonna welcome them in if they're part of the community. Yep. But now actually seeing, like, hey, we're not just welcoming you into the part of the community. We are going to actually spend time focusing in on you for a while. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, minor league basketball is not like NBA. Yeah. It's more like minor league baseball where most of these guys are probably working two or three jobs on top of Yeah, it's a lot play. like single A, for sure, if, you you're, know, th- if you're familiar th- with baseball. This is, this is not a, like, they're making millions of dollars doing this. Mm-hmm. So th- these little acts go a long, long way.
2: Yeah, and I would say too. Like, I, I have a friend of mine, and if he watches this, uh, I, uh, you know, um, he does a great job. He runs leagues, and and he had. I mean, God's been working amazingly in his leagues. Like, they're 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 just exploding at, at at the seams, and that's been awesome. But he'll text me, and we'll talk, and he'll say, "Man, like, like you did, You're probably the most non traditional sports minister at a church that I've ever seen." And my thing is, like, I just, I mean, and nothing on me. Like, i I mean, I nothing on me. It's just open doors, man. Like. Like at the end of the day, we're trying to figure out, well, what league works best. And what, like, I was talking to a guy on Tuesday, uh, or even Monday. No, it was Tuesday morning. And uh, he said, well, you know, we're looking at uh, building a facility, and there's an Indian population right by us. You know, we're looking at trying to how, how to invest in them. And I was like, man, I don't know anything about cricket, but you know, I bet they play some cricket. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, so they're like, yeah, we never thought about that, actually. That'd be really cool. And so at the end of the day, when you're doing sports ministry, and, and I've only been in sports ministry for seven years, so, you know, Take, take what you want for what I'm about to say, but man, just look for open doors. You know, there's no need for us to reinvent the wheel. There's no need for us to look for the next hottest thing. Like, there right. there's so many opportunities in your city. If you just look and, and, and even ask around, like, connect with people, Like you'd be surprised at how easily ministry could come to you. Um, I've had, you know, with COVID, and another example of COVID is, I've, got, I've had to turn people away from renting the gym because so many people are like, hey, right. we need a gym to gym the rent, we need a gym, we need the gym. Um, because we just don't have the space or the capacity to, to do that. But, again, like, how easy is it for someone to say, hey, we need a, you know, a gym for a, a middle school basketball team, and instead of saying, oh, sorry, man, you got you got to pay or, or, you know, we can't get somebody there and just say, hey, like, yeah, let's do it. You know, do you care if I share a devotion or or even just, you know, be, be a character coach? You know, like, that's something I'm doing with the Apollo football team right now, and no one knows about Apollo unless you're in Owensboro, but, um, you know, I'm just – I'm just standing on the sideline and getting to know the players, and you know, it just again, it was, it was someone that had asked me, hey, would you be willing to be a character coach? And I thought, well, it's ministry, right? So let's do it. And so, and again, too much ministry, you know, could you want you want quali- quanti- what quality over quantity, and I struggle with that honestly, but um, yeah, like I, it's been it's been really fun and it was really cool. So real quick, uh, you know, it. so so there's a faith and they did a faith and family night at the end of the season, last game of the the season on Father's Day. And I, I was really promoting it to the church. I'm like, hey, guys, like, so they, they surprised me with this jersey. It was really, it blew me away. So uh, we have rec shirts. Um, if you see my hat, they're like this gray, and then it's a blue R with, with the rec logo. And uh, I gave them away to the team. I said, hey, they're really soft shirts. You guys want one? They said, yeah, we'll take one. So I gave them away. And they actually would wear them coming out of the locker room on the home games. They didn't wear them the nice. away games. And apparently, so I didn't know this till like the week before, apparently, uh, the assistant coach who I got to go to Holiday World with—that was, was pretty cool um, <laughs> after the season. But um, but he came. He came. He said to the coach. He said, "Hey man, why don't we do our Faith and Family night after the rec shirt?" And so they surprised me with the jersey that was gray and blue, our gray and blue, and on the side had the church logo, which was a cross. But if you didn't look close enough, you just thought it was a regular cross. And so I said, "Hey guys," but when they surprised me with the jersey that's that our church colors that's our, that has our church logo, like we need to go and support them, and they did. And then at halftime, they actually—I was sitting there. You know, getting stats out, everything, and they said, "Hey, Brad, come to the middle of the court." And I was like, "What what am I coming to the middle of the court for?" And they they (laughs) I am not shooting a half. Yeah, I'm I'm not. You don't want me to. I play defense, man. Um, and uh, they they presented me with a jersey, uh, a rec jersey with my last name on it. So that was that was pretty cool. And it it, it wasn't anything I was suspecting. It kind of it actually drew me back. Kind (laughs) of, it just like you know, it it was pretty emotional. You you give you you're, you're washing you're washing sweaty jerseys and underwear and. And you're cleaning up after them, and, and you you know you're you're you know your time away from some from family for a little bit, but the fact that they were they they thought about me was just pretty cool. And right. so that that was really neat to kind of end the season. And uh, we had him over um, right at the end of the season for another pool party. I took coach out for lunch, and then like I said, I, I the assistant coach lives in Indiana, and I said, hey, uh, um, we're looking at going to Holiday World. I know you guys have season passes. Like, yeah, come on. So we actually spent a, a whole day with the assistant coach and his wife and kids at, at Holiday Road riding rides and. And hanging out. So, again, it's just uh, finding that open door and just be willing to serve. You know, like I read, I read uh, on the front lines by Roger Lipe, who is, I'm not mm-hmm. getting paid to say this, but uh, it's about being an effective character coach and the well, lessons that he wish he would have known when he started doing it. And uh, he just talks about, you know, love selfishly and serve. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's like love, effortly, and and serve endlessly, or something like that. And so I just I try to just accomplish that in the way I serve the team.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Roger. I don't know if he's watching or not, but that's it. He just retired finally after I don't even know how. Many oh, he years transitioned for, actually. He, okay, he's sorry, with the transition. National
2: Character Coach Association. Oh, see, like that. yeah,
1: that that I didn't. I missed that announcement. I just saw he had finally mm-hmm. retired from college chaplaincy. So, but yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, lost, I didn't mean to digress. But, me, man. but it's, it's again, it's just that's it's, the it's, the fun part about doing things live <laughs> is everybody gets to see that I really am a scatterbrained as all no, my guests You're I good. Am. You're good. Yeah. So um, for those those that may be interested, and in, you know, they've got they've got minor league teams, they've got maybe mm-hmm. professional teams in their league, and they want to know what the first step would be to be able to try to minister to them. What would be your recommendation as far as you know? Obviously, it's going to depend on the, the the team. It's going to depend on the sport. It's going to depend on all these yeah. different things. Mm-hmm. But just for the local church that is there in a community where they have this team, yeah, what is the the simplest first step that they could do?
2: Yeah, I would say honestly, like I would just start if, if you could, if you if you already know about the schedule, show up to some games, uh, get to know get to know those at the, the stadium. Be intentional. Uh, I tell everybody that everything that we do at the is intentional. You know, if I'm gonna to go to a baseball game and it's a minor league team, uh, I, I, you know, get to know some of them, say hi to them during the games. Um, if you're brave enough and you, ha- you have the, the information, I would just reach out to the owner, you know? Like, what I did was I, I just got fortunate where a player had asked us about a combine and then I took it on myself during the combine to sit to go sit next to the owner and talk, make a conversation with him. Um, and so, so, yeah, so I, you, it's, it's just getting to know people. You gotta be intentional, be available. Um, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm trying to think I mean, you're, you live in Canton I don't know if they have any minor league teams but um, you know used it's too. okay to. so, so and it, yeah. it depends on the size of the town too I mean if you're like a, uh, if you're in if you're in what Durham you know the Durham Bulls that's a big city um, and maybe you don't you don't have space for them to practice baseball but maybe say hey like we have a fitness facility would you guys want to have free member? like so at the thoroughbred you know I said hey since this is your practice facility we're going to give you free memberships to our gym as well and so, you know, maybe it's as simple as saying, hey, you know, maybe that's the way to, maybe that's your open doors. You say, hey, what if your players came and worked out a facility um, and we just use it, you know, use it for free. We'll, we'll put the membership in our system. We'll get it worked out. Um, but you guys can come and use our weight room. That, that could be the first step. Or, or again, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it really just depends on your culture, your context. But I would say, like, either start going to their games, get to know them. Um, I mean, even if, doesn't matter how big or small they are. Um, they'll, they'll know who their dedicated fans are right. and, uh, but, but if you're willing just to say, Hey, I'll, 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 reach out to the, to the owner and say, look, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to shove the gospel down your throat or anything like that. I'm a minister, but, uh, just trust me. And, and would you be willing to work with us? We have, we have a facility, um, in our case, you know, we were in COVID, we weren't really using it. We didn't have upward that year. Um, and so, um, I, I it was easy. It was an easy, yes. And so. Um, and, I, and I think the church members have to realize that, uh, even though the church funds it through offering, or could even been the person that gave a, a big gift to the facility that, that the gym. I mean, hopefully they would see it as an opportunity to reach the community, and just open it up to a minor league team, uh, even even who knows, like high school teams, right? Middle yeah. school teams, whatever. I mean, you, you have such an easy opportunity for them to come and use your facility, and you to minister to them while they're there.
1: Right. And this is where, you know, we, we talk about all the time on all of our, our programs of the, the strategic relevance mm-hmm. and the intentionality of evangelistic disciple making goes a long way towards all of this stuff, whether it's the high school team, whether it's the little league team or whether you're actually dealing with a professional athlete. You know, the, these things don't change with the level of sport. They they they, you know, they transcend it.
2: Yeah, so. and, and, and a lot of times they are just seeking relate. Uh, like my guys, I don't think there was any local. There was he was local. He was like thirty minutes away from his house. But most of them are from. We had a guy from Canada. We had a guy. From, we had a lot of couple guys from North Carolina. Um, they're not. They're not near family, and so you know it could be as simple as inviting them to lunch or breakfast, and. Uh, and that that could i mean that maybe that's, maybe that's something else you do maybe you you try to reach out to a few other players so the food, owner food always works it, it does yes. and uh but maybe if you can't get a hold of maybe the, if you can't get a hold of the owner reach out to a player and say hey what, do you mind if i take you to breakfast or lunch i just want to get to know you i don't i don't have any agenda i just really just want to get to know you i mean again just building those relationships i think is what's what's really key
1: awesome so yeah, if you want to find out more about the thoroughbreds or what Brad's doing, you guys can look for their page. They are the uh,
2: the Rec Owensboro. Yeah, so um, so it's, yeah. it's just the Rec. But if you if you're on Facebook, if you type in the Rec O W B, which is a local just abbreviation of Owensboro, uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Instagram at the Rec O W B. All one word, and then the thoroughbreds. I want to give them some love too, uh, because we're talking about them. But if you just look up Owensboro Thoroughbreds, they're on they're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, And Chris, who's their owner, is a phenomenal guy. Um, He actually runs a a nonprofit. So his his brother has disabilities, and he actually runs a. I think they're called the Ascent Columbus, and they uh, run it's a it's a disability uh, organization that nonprofit. He creates jobs for them. They actually make all the jerseys and gear for the, the the basketball league um and so yeah so chris is a great guy the owner uh, or the owner he's the owner the, the coach uh, mark anderson's actually out of cleveland uh, and he comes down for for a couple months every year so shout out to his wife for letting him do that but um yeah the organization as a whole is great uh chris is really trying to change the culture there and um i i can't wait i really like honestly i, I truly can't wait until they come back they're going to come back in february and then i've even gotten a text from the coach saying hey how's how's it going in know how's the family um, and so yeah, so again, it's just coming down to making relationships and being available.
1: And and this is coming from Mr. Football that he's excited yes, for yes, basketball. Season, yes, yes,
2: so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone said, "What's your favorite NBA team?" I, I mean, I follow the Grizzlies, but it's definitely NFL. Go Steelers! Uh, I'm sorry for all your Browns fans you out have there. To or the edit
1: all this out now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so,
2: but yeah, you can check out all of that. You can also follow Brad.
1: Uh, you can. I think we've got his contact information on the CSRM site since he's a board member. Um, we'll have him up on the Ministry Misfits site once I remember to actually do it. Um, and we'll, we'll make sure we link all this stuff in the show notes when it releases on audio. We will uh, be release, re-releasing this on video here probably in the next few weeks. Um, we did get a, a couple of other interviews done here at reach, but it was early in the morning We figured nobody wanted to wake up for it since yeah, we really didn't I, want I, to wake up for I'll it
2: I'll say something real quick too if, if you're listening to this and you haven't gone to reach or you're not here Definitely definitely look out for more information regarding the spring conference or start gathering I don't want to do any, any push-ups the gathering come up in April. I mean, it's a lot of fun It's, it's actually I tell my boss like and I, I've been at every church like if you just let me go to reach. I'm cool. Because mm-hmm. for me, it's, it's a, it, it lets me refresh and recharge. I'm sad it's not gonna be in Asheville in the spring, but um, but I, I'm looking forward to the spring. So if you're if you're a rec or sports minister, fitness minister, uh, make plans, come to Reach. With um, ReachGathering.org, I think it's the website. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. And I would encourage anybody. I mean, it's such a valuable experience.
1: And those of you that are not here this year, we still have uh, wrestling at Reach tomorrow. Um, we will be Broadcasting it live on the reach gathering page and I will be leading the online discussion board for all of our breakout sessions during that time So if you guys want to check that out go like reach gathering on Facebook You guys can watch the live stream of wrestling at reach tomorrow at 9 a.m. And you guys can also participate. Eastern time, right? Yes, Eastern time. Thank you. And you guys will be able to participate in the discussion board as well um, for all of our ministry misfits folks, we will still we are still planning on being back in the conference circuit by going to the absurd conference here in a couple of weeks. You guys still have time to win the free ticket by by sharing the video with the hashtag absurd. Uh, I, I did again. I cannot say absurd misfits get, without I've never heard that before. Yeah. Um, Do hashtag absurd misfits with the uh, the promotional video that'll enter you into the contest and you can do it on all of our different social media platforms. Um, those of you CSRM overwhelming victory that have no idea what I'm talking about, go check out us over on minister misfits and you can find out all that information as well. Um, but yeah, Brad, thanks for doing this. We'll have to, we'll have to do a longer interview talking some of this other stuff that we were, we were talking before, but for now we're going to sign off because we, uh, we've got i don't know what we've got going on We've got on. dinner
2: on the mountain at 6 30 we've Eastern, got that so.
1: but they they said activities but they didn't uh, really
2: specify what yeah, that I've means never. so i'm not they sure if to take naps you know yeah
1: i'm i'm more i yeah i'm not sure if we should be scared or if we should be excited or if we should just go ahead back to the room and take a nap
2: so I, i'm going to say naps but we'll, we'll see how it goes yeah
1: we will we'll see what we do here so anyway those of you that want to join us again live you can join us on the reach gathering page tomorrow morning Um, The rest of you, be on the lookout. Um, We've got a couple of other interviews that we did that we'll be releasing on other formats here and over the next couple of weeks. So we will see the rest of you all later.
0: The CSRM Podcast is a production of the Association of Church Sports and Recreation Ministers and their video production house, Overwhelming Victory Flicks. Dr. Greg Linville is the executive producer, and Andrew Fouts is associate producer and editor. For more information about CSRM, visit CSRM.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit OverwhelmingVictory.org. The CSRM podcast is the flagship member of a new podcast network called Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit OverwhelmingVictory.org backslash OV radio for CSRM podcasts. I'm Mike Maloney. Have a blessed day.